Welcome to Her and Boss, the podcast designed to help you find your inner entrepreneur. Her and Boss is brought to you by recent graduates, Anissa, Lucy, Megan, Ben, Sarah, and me, Nikki, as we enter our careers and speak to the inspiring women who can help us along the way. Hey everyone, this is your host Nikki, and today I am joined by the incredible Mary Abbasanwa. Mary is an award-winning fintech consultant, careers blogger at A Millennial's Diary, and co-founder of the Now You're Talking Network. Mary helps us understand a topic that is so important for our generation, personal brand. She breaks down what personal brand is, why it's important, and how we can all get started building our own personal brand. This mini-sode is sponsored by Rise, created by Barclays. Rise is a global community of the world's top innovators working together to create the future of financial services. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Mary. Hey, Nikki. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thank you. We're really excited to have you on the podcast for this mini-sode topic. So what we really want to learn more about is personal brand. Um, And this one's come up quite a few times in our kind of longer interviews where entrepreneurs or businesswomen will talk about how important it is to have your own personal brand. So just to like start base level, could you define what personal brand is for us? Yeah, sure thing. I think for me, a personal brand is literally what someone would say about you when you're not in the room. So I think the key thing I always encourage female millennials or millennials generally to think about is that whether you think you have one or you don't, you do have a personal brand. And the best way to think about it is that, well, if you Google yourself, you can either curate what people see or otherwise they're just going to see what is out there already. Um, So I really encourage anyone who's hesitant or nervous or just trying to figure out what personal branding means. It's really just what people are going to say to describe you. What are the keywords that are coming to their mind? Um, And also just your digital footprint about who you are, what you stand for and the things that you're involved in. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at it. Actually, there's kind of the, I guess, the in-person personal brand you have, which is what people are going to say about you. But then with kind of the rise of social media, we do have a digital footprint and that, you know, equally makes up our personal brand. So I guess with that in mind, why are personal brands so important? And would you say that they're perhaps even more important for young millennial women? Yes, I'm really excited about personal brands. And the way I think about it is that um, what the internet has enabled us to do is really democratize the way that people can build personal brands. So before you had to have a business card, you had to be able to go mm-hmm. to loads of events and kind of shout out about what you do. But actually now you can have a Twitter page or a LinkedIn page and everyone yeah. has the same number of characters, the same layout of page. You can't kind of change that. And so it's kind of democratized the way that we can showcase who we are. And obviously people can shout out louder than others. So how can you utilize that space and create an online footprint of who you are? Um, I think creating a personal brand is really important. Um, I think Mm -hmm. it can really help you in terms of um, advancing your career as well as just, yeah, sharing what you're interested in. I always say, I think so many people are interested in so many things that they don't tell Mm -hmm. other people about. Um, So a personal brand is a really good way to, shout out and say, actually, I'm really interested in this topic. And although I'm working in that industry, this is how I want to get there. So I would encourage anyone who's a bit hesitant um, to think about what is it that you want to be known for. And the way that I encourage people to do that is just to pick three words that I guess align to their brand, align to who they want to be. And just ask yourself every time you share something online or every piece of work you're involved in, does it align with one of those three words? So three words could be your industry it could be 
even th adjectives like confident, um, supportive, things like that. What do you want other, other people to think about when they think of you and working with you? Um, that's what I think a personal brand is really about. Yeah, that's great. I think that's a great place to to start out thinking about your personal brand. But also, I love what you said there around how a personal brand can help you in your career. I think, especially at times like this, where we're all working from home, having a, an effective personal brand is what will help make you stand out. And you can kind of quickly communicate to other people who you are and what you're about. What would you say are kind of maybe three qualities of a really effective personal brand? So for me, I think the three qualities of an effective personal brand, um, yeah, there's so many things to think about when I think about what actually is effective and what makes uh, a good personal brand and maybe what makes people feel, I guess, disingenuous or not yeah. um, authentic. Um, I really love the quote by Oscar Wilde that says, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. And that's kind of the approach that I take to talking to people about personal branding because actually it's probably best when you're just trying to be yourself and you're not trying to fake it or um, be someone that you think society encourages yeah. you to be. Um, and I think linked to that, what makes a really effective personal brand is firstly being self-aware. Like again, mm -hmm. coming back to the three words, are you aware of um, the three words that you want to be portraying? Uh, yeah. What you want to be known for essentially? What would you want people to say when you're not in the room? Um, also authenticity again. So how do you make sure that what you're sharing is really authentic, that you're not just sharing things because you think you should share them or just because they're kind of trending at the moment? Um, and also, I just think the last thing that makes a really good personal brand is very simple that I don't think people have completely clocked onto is just having a generous sharing attitude. Like if you mm. share, whether it's things that you've read, articles that you've read, books that you've read, um, podcasts that you've listened to like this one, um, people love that. And I think that's something really powerful that a lot more people should do on social media. You don't need to be like this amazing um, kind of thought leader, actually just share content that's readily available from others. And actually, if you just follow those principles, being self-aware, being authentic, and just always trying to share with others, um, I think that's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I guess it might be helpful as well just to illustrate the the process of deciding what your personal brand is going to be and then building it. Could you share maybe how you have built your personal brand throughout your career and what that was like for you? So I would say um, in terms of my own journey of building my personal brand, I think it all started with my blog. So I've been blogging since I was like, I think 16, um, I've had like wow. eight different blogs. <laughs> um, but the one that I probably stuck to most recently is a blog that I have on Medium called A Millennial's Diary, which is just about how as a black female millennial, I've been navigating the corporate world. And the reason why I started that blog was because uh, joining uh, my current organization, I just felt like, I think I actually Googled um, what does it mean to be a black woman in the workplace in the UK mm -hmm. and I couldn't find a single story out there. Um, and I just was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous wow. to start. I don't know about all these like unwritten rules of the corporate world. So I just thought, okay, let me just start sharing my experience so that it can help others. Um, and I've always loved writing. And I think little did I know, although, although it was quite cathartic for me, it's actually helped a lot of other people as well. So just started off writing for myself, didn't even promote it probably for about two years. Um, and then one time at work, a colleague said to me, oh, I saw your blog. And I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, how did you find this? And I was like, and he was like, yeah, so you're a blogger, tell me more. And I was so embarrassed. I literally couldn't Aww. believe it. Um, 
But actually, I thought, you know what? From this day onwards, I might as well just own it because I don't know how he found it, but he found it. <laughs> I just felt like, let me just actually fully embrace this. And when I write something, I'll share it on social media. Um, and yeah, ever since I did that, um, it's obviously really resonated with a lot of people. Get now between like five and 7,000 weeds a month, which is just amazing wow. because I'm only posting like twice a month now. And that means, yeah, people, there's a lot of content on there that people can read and resonate with. So I'm really glad about that. And now, yeah, I just love kind of having that sharing attitudes on Twitter. I'm always sharing kind of like book reviews or interesting podcasts and things that I've listened to or read. Um, and on Instagram, I'm creating short videos. Um, but I understand like for some people, they don't maybe want to be that exposed. And I think let's not confuse um, building a personal brand with exposing yourself. Like I'm quite comfortable mm -hmm. to do that, but I don't necessarily think that has to be the case again, it comes back to what we said, like it can be about kind of sharing other people's content or just um, liking, engaging, supporting your friends and colleagues online. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's, first of all, that's a really lovely story that your colleague found it and that kind of like lit the spark on you to be like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll own it. I'm a blogger. Um, but also I like kind of drawing that distinction between having a personal brand and having to share everything of yourself. But then also it's probably worth pointing out that having a personal brand doesn't mean that you have to have a side hustle, if that makes sense. I think there's a lot yeah. of pressure from other people like, oh, you know, if you're passionate about something, you're not doing it at work, then start a side hustle, do it that way. What yeah. are other ways that you can build your personal brand outside of having to start something completely new, like a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel? Yeah, that's a really great point. And I don't think everything has to be monetized. Actually, there's a joy in just having hobbies for the sake of hobbies. So I think other ways to kind of increase your personal brand. Um, I'm a big fan of having a personal website just as a form of gratitude, actually. So I created my personal website, I think about a year ago. Yeah, I think it was like about a year ago. Um, and yeah, it just documents some of my kind of major projects, any events I've spoken at, um, upcoming events, um, awards that I've won. And it's just a great place for me to go personally to just actually reflect and be grateful for where mm. I've come. Um, and also it's a great place that I get a lot of inbound opportunities, speaking gigs, things like that. So I'd really encourage anyone to maybe consider um, creating a personal website, but also smaller things such as just updating your LinkedIn page, actually having a headshot image that you like um, and like mm -hmm. a, a background image as well that can be really helpful. Um, but other things that I think are really good is um, especially if you know you're working really hard and you, you're doing so many great initiatives is nominating yourself uh, for awards because that really helps for kind of exposure as well um, and just using social media as a place to document your achievements and what you're doing well and to shout out about the achievements of others yeah definitely I think a couple of things to touch on there is that you don't even have to be at work yet to start building a personal brand you could easily exactly. do this at uni like you know I've done really well in this course I've written this essay that those are all achievements to be celebrated um exactly. and then the other thing nominate yourself for awards like I never would have thought to do that I'm always like well if no one else is going to nominate me then I'm not good enough but you know shout about yourself and celebrate your wins and then that will come across to other people any final kind of tips or words of advice I would honestly encourage people to check out the pie methodology by Harvey Coleman which is basically the idea that your career success is built on three things um performance okay image and exposure and performance only accounts for 10% of your career success so in the corporate world um, 
your performance is actually almost given. So, so like having high performance, you can't just say I'm going to work hard and one day I'm going to get that promotion. Um, image is 30%. So how you present yourself, what you stand for, um, those three words that identify your personal brand. And then uh, exposure is 60%. So basically half of your career energy, if not a bit more, needs to go into exposure, which is all about shouting out about the work you do and not just saying, oh, I'm, I do a good job and one day someone's going to notice me. Actually celebrate your own achievements, celebrate other achievements, let people know what you're about. Um, and when I found that methodology, I was just astounded because yeah. I was like, that's a, such a change in a way of thinking. And I think when we think about all other parts of our lives, when we're at school, it's very much like your attainment is a key part of your success. Yeah, but actually definitely. when you start working, it kind of becomes the given because everyone around you is smart as well. So actually don't focus, not don't go into work and be like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do any work. I'm just going to spend all my time on LinkedIn. That is not what I'm telling you, but actually find that balance. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been so insightful. I feel like I'm about to go on my LinkedIn and like revisit my personal brand. <laughs> I love it. No worries. Thanks for listening. Be sure to find us on LinkedIn or Instagram at Her Own Boss Podcast and let us know how you'll be putting these tips and tricks to work. 